and welcome to the Challenging Your Health Mindset. This is a podcast being sponsored by the Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming today, Dr. Hein, my buddy, my friend, my brother, and my boss. Uh, we just welcome you and thank you for having time for us here today. We're going to have for our discussion uh, a focus on our social wellness and our spiritual wellness. And the t- topic for this title is Cultivating Life Well. All right. And so we're glad to have you here. Um, uh, we want you to help us encourage our listeners about learning how to navigate God's plan for our lives. So, let's get started. Sounds good. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I was born in Texas, uh, grew up all across upstate New York. My dad was a church planter. Oh, wow. And so... Uh, it was kind of like military. We he'd plant a church and then we'd move, and he'd plant another church and we'd move. Yeah. So, so uh, I uh, grew up in upstate New York, all across the state: uh, Syracuse, uh, Rochester, wow. Albany. Yeah, and uh, eventually I would find my way to Liberty University, mm-hmm. where I met my wife standing in a line at the Stewart Arms Hotel, now the Virginian. Yeah. I could still go to the same spot Wow, where I first met her. Mm. Uh, We married, had three lovely daughters. Yeah. And, uh, of course, my wife is precious. Uh, We just celebrated 42 years uh, of marriage. And uh, all three of our daughters are now married. Uh, married all three married great guys yeah. and uh, out of that we have now seven grandchildren wow <laughs> so uh, my quiver is full yes it is <laughs> <laughs> with children and grandchildren but it's it's uh it's uh to, to coin a, a movie title it's been a wonderful life oh that's good it's been a wonderful life Dr. Hine, I could sit and talk to you for hours, and I'm so glad that our students get to have this moment with you, and not just our students, but just people who are living out their faith, and they're trying to figure it all out, and, you know, sometimes looking in the rearview mirror is easier than going through life, and so I thank you for just sharing your wisdom with us. Uh, I want to get started, if that's okay with you. That that works. The first thing on my list is what advice would you give your 20-year-old self concerning today's topic of uh, cultivating a life well-lived? It might come as a surprise, but if I had been able to talk to myself when I was 20... Mm -hmm. I would have told myself to relax, wow, to rest. Uh, interesting. I just finished Second uh, Kings, and I'm coming into Chronicles in my morning time. Yeah, and the story of the Assyrian king that was getting ready to attack Jerusalem. Yeah, 
and Hezekiah and the and the kingdom were like their hair was on fire. And if you go cross that to Isaiah, because Isaiah was the prophet at that time. At the time, right. Isaiah told Hezekiah, I love this statement, in returning and rest Hmm. Hmm. will be your salvation in quietness and confidence is your rescue. So if I could have talked to myself back then, Mm -hmm. because back then I was like any college student. It's like, I don't know what's next. And my my hair was on fire. It was like, you know, I felt like I was being attacked by an army. And it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Uh, Return and rest. Be quiet. Be confident. Because God has a plan. I didn't know that then. You're right. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking back now on a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. When I was 20. Wow. So hindsight over time has taught me coming through many crises. Mm-hmm. You have got to learn to rest. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn to relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, anxiety is at an all-time high yeah in today's life it just is and if i could if i could have talked to myself back then i would have said be anxious for nothing wow wow yeah so so that's that's the advice i i guess i wish i had had back then yeah now maybe that takes a lifetime to learn mm-hmm. exactly how to practice i'm not sure but if somebody could have pounded that into my skull, <laughs> I think I would have spent a lot less time with my hair on fire, and I might have more hair today as a result. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I made sure I cleaned up for this yeah, morning. <laughs> but I think that's really profound. Uh, you are, are a highly <clears throat> successful man. Uh, you, you've reached uh, educational goals. You have the family, you have the children, you have the grandchildren, you're uh, a public face, you are a spiritual leader, a giant among men here at Liberty, and yet you would tell yourself to relax. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. I'm so grateful for you being here, and I'm grateful to have you in my life. Um, You've seen me go through some personal hardships and difficulties mm-hmm. um, and I want to say that you modeling what has helped you become successful has been a benefit to me and I, I'm honored yeah. to have this moment with you and I want to say before our students and amongst friends thank you for everything you've done and what you've been to me and my family most welcome most well. Uh, I got some more questions for you. <laughs> um, how can someone um, intentionally prioritize the relationships they have, even with a demanding schedule? Uh, time management, I think, is um, is key here. Um, I think. 
key relationships over the years with other people. We were made to be in community. Yeah. We can't possibly survive on an island by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think key relationships have to be a priority. So prioritizing your time yeah. and figuring out, okay, this is when I do this, this is when I'm, you know, this is when I'm going to focus on on these tasks, this is when I'm gonna focus on these individuals. Sure. And being like intentional about time management, I, I guess would be the best way I could answer that question. You're saying, let's let's talk for a minute. How long have you been at Liberty? I came as a student in 1973, so 48 years. And I started working here in 1979, so that's 42 years. Wow. So let's just go with the smaller number. For 42 years, you've worked at this place. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people come and go. Yes. My next question is, how can someone know the direction and the path that God has taken them in, both professionally and personally? How can we know? I didn't know this then, but I know this now, and I'm extremely confident. I tell people all the time, Sometimes I see their eyes like glaze over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solomon said it repeatedly in Proverbs. We make our plans. God orders our steps. And yeah. you've heard me say that. Sure. And, and I don't say it just to get people off my back. I say it because I believe it. Mm-hmm. Because now when I look back on my life, I can see the plans that I had, but I can also see how God ordered my life. Mm -hmm. He ordered my steps. And uh, from an educational standpoint, you know, I was struggling along trying to get my doctorate finished, and I really kind of sort of given up almost. Mm -hmm. And uh, God brought John M. Bork Jr. into my life, (laughs) Dr. Bork, as president of Liberty University. I remember And he said, now, Mark, he said, I want you to get that doctorate. (laughs) He said, I don't want you to do it for liberty. I want you to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And he sent me home to finish writing. I was at the writing stage. And I left in November, and I came back in April. And my job every day was to write. Mm. And, And it was like God ordered... John Bork's steps to Liberty University to put a gun in my back because <laughs> right. he wanted me to get that education finished. Yeah. And and you know, you oh, finished yeah. one. That's right. It's it is one of the most satisfying when it's done. Yes. It's it's almost like salvation. <laughs> it's right. almost as good as it's that. It's almost it's as close. Good as that. It's really right. close. And uh, I, so I, I've kind of fallen into that vein, that mantra that, that I make my plans and I should be doing that. Mm-hmm. But I should also understand God is ordering my steps. So when all of a sudden somebody loses their job, mm. 
somehow God is in that. Yeah. Somehow it's passed through his fingers. Yeah. Somehow he's ordering your steps. You, there's a different direction that he has for you. And uh, so, so that's the that's the big and even one of the uh, one of uh, the verses in Proverbs, Solomon talks about God ordering your steps. So why do you try to understand everything along the way? Wow. The, he asks the question, and it's like, okay, <laughs> so here it is. You know, I'll make my plans, but I must understand God is going to order my steps. Um, and and he does. He does. And he never makes a mistake. No, he doesn't. Sometimes we do. Oh, yeah. Coming up. Oh, my goodness. He. What if someone has started a career path, but then feels in their heart that it's time to make a change? Uh, my counsel there is a lot of time in prayer because I've seen people for one reason or another make a change mm. and it, it really wasn't God's plan Wow! and they stepped out of what God had for them mm. maybe times got tough yeah you know maybe it maybe it was 10 da- bad days in a row I don't know right, right. but but sometimes people get the mistaken idea that just because something is bad right now, it means it's going to be bad always. Hmm. And that's just not the case. So I'm not saying that it doesn't happen and people don't sometimes make changes. And, and, and in fact, God's in those changes. Sure. But make dead certain hmm. through prayer and, and time in the Word that this really is a change that, that God is ordering. Yeah. I remember uh, growing up, my dad used to teach me, uh, Keith, don't ever make a decision based on your emotions. Yeah, yeah. Base it on the Holy Spirit's leading, confirmation in the Word, right, and a good plan. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if it doesn't make sense in your plan, don't do it. You know, stay where you are. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't take chances. Obviously, yeah, but um, but being emotionally driven has never worked out well. I, yeah. I've never seen yeah. it work out right. well. Yeah, and it's not that God can't take a mistake and make it beautiful because He's a pro at that. <laughs> yes, he, he's is. done it a lot of times in my life. Yeah, uh, but you know that's that's a big that's a big one. You know, yeah. changing a career, especially if you've got a family. You got other people to consider, Mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah. Yeah, so saturated in prayer. Absolutely. I got it. Over your time um, working in higher education, what would you say are the most important things to cultivate you or that played a part in developing you for leadership? Um, I think... uh, Leaders need to be servants. Okay. And I think learning to serve others will actually make you a leader. Hmm. Um, 
so that's my that's my big I I'm big on servant leadership. If if you want to be greatest, be the servant of all. Mm-hmm. Find out how you can serve others yeah. by serving God. Yeah. And you'll be a leader. And then I think a second to that is you learn how to serve others by listening. Mm. I think I, I love to sit in a room, and I'm not doing it right now, so I'm out of my element. I love to sit in a room with a group of people and listen. Yeah. And if you're looking for a fast answer, mm. from me, you're not going to get it. Never. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. I, I don't work that way. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I love to listen to things that are being said, to things that aren't being said. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's a reason God gave us two ears and one mouth. <laughs> and sorry, I'm not practicing it right now, but I, I, I would rather listen yeah. than talk yeah. uh, because you learn so much. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're in leadership, it's important that you learn to listen. That's good. If you can do that, you're going to know more than the average bear. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. Because most people aren't really listening. They're waiting for their turn to talk. That's right. <laughs> There's That's a right. difference. That's right. Go. I, I'm guilty sometimes. Like, I want to say something. I don't know. I don't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> I want to say something. Like, don't do that. Yeah. You know, actually open your ears, listen, hear what's being said. That's good. So, yeah, communication is key, is key. Yeah. I was, I was going to say that um, one of the things that I've learned from you is that uh, the goal should always be to understand and not so much to be understood. Right. And, and I'm, right. I'm appreciative of that. Uh, that's why I've been here 17 <laughs> years now. Uh, learning those lessons. Um, again, uh, something that my dad shared with me. He was a huge influence in my life as well. And you had yeah. your times yeah. with him just as I had time with your father. Uh, but he would say, Keith, I've made plenty of mistakes. Learn from some of mine so you don't have to make the same mistakes. <laughs> because I was so spirited and I was so educated and informed right. and aware and he's like I get all that <laughs> he said but learn from some of my mistakes uh, save yourself some pain that's right <laughs> so how can a leader be on the lookout for blind spots with uh, their professional development and for their team uh, f- for me um I would say be a consumer of information. Uh, I'm a reader. I love to read. Yeah. Uh, So in a chosen field, there are all kinds of books, articles, you name it. Yeah. Uh, Then also consume things that maybe are outside of the field that you're working in. Like I get 
and you know this, I get Seth Godin's oh, yeah. daily thing. Yeah. And and he's a marketing guru. Right. Doesn't have a lot to do with education. But man, is there application oh, from Seth Godin. Absolutely. And I get those gems and I'll copy them, paste them, copy them, and send them out yeah. to, to the team because like I want you to think about what he just said here. Sure. So uh, reading books, articles, magazines, stay up with current events. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't fall into the trap, and I can do this really easily, so I speak to myself here, okay. of doing something because I've always done it that way. Mm. Change it up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Surprise yourself even, maybe. <laughs> you know, it, it's like it's easy when you get in a groove to just stay in stay that groove. In comfort, yeah. Uh, but, you know, a groove can, can be a... A grave with both ends kicked out. If you're not careful, wow. you know it, it's it's it'll take you places you don't want to go. So That's good. so I would say be a consumer of information. Read, listen to podcasts. Oh yeah, there's one like this one. <laughs> it's go. also great. You can you can learn a thing or two. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, it. And and it, it it helps keep you it helps keep you fresh. It helps keep you thinking about okay, could I do this differently? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's yeah that's that's what I would say there. And when you look back on your life, and <clears throat> when you found uh, you were the closest to God, when when were those moments? Uh, always times of tragedy. Mm. Uh, and life will bring you plenty of those. Yes. Opportunities mm-hmm. to actually see God, mm. uh, but it doesn't always have to be in times of tragedy. Okay, uh, I'm I'm a walker. Mm-hmm. I walk at night. Yeah, I got a little track down the street from my house. I go down there and I walk, uh, and most of the time it's dark. It's after dark, mm-hmm. and and I just love. Love, love, the communion with God during those times. Yeah. And it's a daily occurrence for me. Yeah. And so, so those are close times. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's the two for me that are key. Times of tragedy uh, and then... A concentrated time where you—it's just you and God. Yeah, and and you can walk and talk. Yeah, and listen. And listen, because <laughs> you have two ears. That's right. <laughs> listen twice as much as you speak. Right. <laughs> How would you uh, like to challenge our listening audience today, as it pertains to uh, the topic that we discussed, uh, cultivating their lives? The thing that really got me started, mm-hmm. and I've told this story often, uh, was in my sophomore year in college, 73, 74, 75, 1975, mm-hmm. uh, sitting in a prayer group at Stewart Arms Hotel. Okay. A prayer leader challenged our group. He wasn't a 
I wish I remember his name. Mm. I'd love to go thank him. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a particularly interesting prayer leader necessarily. Right, right. Right. But he laid this challenge out at the end of our, our prayer group time. And he said, "Make I'm going to challenge you. Make a commitment to God today to spend just 15 minutes a day in the Word and in prayer. Not a long time. 15 minutes, that's all. 15 minutes a day. The Word and prayer for the next 60 days. He said, now, you might miss a day. Don't let that stop you. Go right back to it the next day. For six, just do that for 60 days. And I made that commitment to God. Sitting in that prayer group, the Stewart Arms Hotel. I sat in bed this morning, as I always do, reading the Word. It established a habit in my life that continues to this day. I don't ever spend a day. And now, it's not 15 minutes. <laughs> Alarm goes off at 5 o'clock. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, there's nothing that will change your life for the good more than your time in the Word and your time spent with God. That's the first thing. Yeah. Up until that point, I was sporadic. Yeah. You know, it was dust. It was, it was, and now every time I finish at Revelation, and I, I got this from my dad, I write the date when I finished. Oh, wow. And I got his Bible when he passed. Right. And I've transferred all his notes into another Bible. I, I read his until he'd already worn it out, but I really wore it out. So I got another one, same version, mm. same printing, and I transferred everything because the pages were falling out and the binding was all shattered mm-hmm. and everything. And now I'm in the process of doing two more so I can pass them on to my daughters. That's good. When I'm gone. That's good. And I sit now... <laughs> And I get to hear from God, hmm. and I feel like my dad's sitting with me because right. <laughs> his notes are all through yeah. the Bible, cover to cover. He was reading it three or four times a year. Yeah, I don't have that time yet because I'm not, well, he wasn't retired either, <laughs> so I can't use that as an excuse. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um so, time in the Word is key. Um, I think the other thing I would say is what I've kind of tried to thread through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. If, if you live today right where God wants you, yeah. you wake up tomorrow, you live tomorrow right where God wants you. That's good. All of a sudden, it's... 42 years later, and I feel like I have done what God has asked me to do. 
That's making good. plenty of mistakes long way. Don't get this, you know, I'm not high and mighty. Right, I'm, right. I'm a sinner saved by grace just like the next person. I'm, yeah. I struggle with sin just like Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, the things I should do, I don't. Right. The things I shouldn't do, I do. Right. And, and I have to go to God and just like anybody else, confess every day. Just like this guy. Every day. Yeah. And, but, but if you'll live today in the will of God and live tomorrow <laughs> and the next day, before you know it, you've lived your whole life right dead in the center. Stop trying to figure it all out. You can't see it. No. You can't see it. I can see today. Yeah. I know what today is. Well, Dr. Hine, I could spend all afternoon with you. I'm glad God gave me the benefit of just this time. Uh, if I walked away with anything, not just from this conversation, but just watching your life and modeling after you as my, uh, as my mentor and friend, uh, trust. Trust God. Somehow, God is going to bring his glory to pass. He that began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. He does all things well. Yes, he does. And so thank you for being with us. I hope to have you back again. I know you're a busy guy, but I got some more stuff I want to talk to you about. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate our time. God bless.